must have run out of fat girls beavers. You know, did you ever see that clip of him? Talking about, no, Elvis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mysteries. We have, I have a couple of things to bring up with you before we start this episode. All right. Number one, where are you parked? I'm parked right now. Hold on. I, I got round there today. Chloe was You're driving. parked in ABS. What's up? Absolutely daddy space. <laughs> ABS. Yeah, I was going to say, you said that. ABS. <laughs> the baddie space. <laughs> I, uh, no, I am um, baddie, isn't that? That's the way uh, John Mayer says body. Baddie. Your body is one land. <laughs> so um, nice, but I like it. <laughs> so, like, I like um, it. um isn't yeah so right so yeah we're parking your spaceship sorry but listen. we don't put any blame on chloe who was driving oh you bitch <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but we came in i i deduced that it would be easier for you why are you why are you a 1940s detective <laughs> chloe i deduced we should park i deduced space. that it would be easier for you to park in the thing that it would be for us today because well, there's two cars these. already in there under these Makes a statement, man. We also tried to we also tried to give you enough space to park, but we knew when we were doing it, it was impossible. It's it's am I, it's either all me or nothing. Yep. All right. Yep. Now I have something oh, else apologies. to bring up with you. I have something else to bring up with you here. Oh, it's from the phone. Must be real. This is uh, when mysteries listeners um, pull you up on something you've said. This is from Tiernan. She and just saw the latest episode of Mysteries, so this will have been a while ago. Kieran sold you a lie as the truth. Now this is Ke- Dr. Kieran Barter, right? Alright, Taryn. You eat dick. Someone forward this to Birmingham University. <laughs> the Kennedy Center is actually named after Hugh Curley Kennedy, who opened and owned the center. It could be argued that it's incredibly sad that I know that and decided to make you aware. But I can only imagine the speed at which the Goblin King would interrupt you to correct you if he knew that. Right. Let me you say said that, it was named after JFK. Ke- Kennedy Way is named after JFK, and I believe that Kennedy Center is named after Kennedy Way. But it isn't. Now, they're saying it's named after... I had an uncle, Hugh Kennedy, but it's not Curly Kennedy. The diversion here is incredible. I, diversion I, tactics. I, I just didn't want You're to... You're wrong. I, well, I didn't want to get into saying that's named after my erstwhile uncle. You're who, what? Who, my, my uncle of some time in my life. What does erstwhile mean? Sometime beforehand. Why do you have to do that? Erstwhile. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I... I Erstwhile. I... <laughs> your uh, German name. I'll, I'll take this off, Ternan. What a, what a, do you know what I won't take generally? People pulling us up on anything and mysteries. Because there's yeah. been a few of these. Somebody wrote under the... Uh, uh, they're living rent-free, right? Somebody wrote under the JFK one going... There's some misinformation here. Yeah. And spurious comment. Uh, what did they say? Dan Snow did a brilliant seven part. I'm sure he did do a brilliant seven part on JFK. Do you know why? Because he's funded by Gary Lineker's tappings. There you go. Do you know what I mean? And then they're going to fucking. Close. They're going to fucking say. I, well, isn't, it, isn't it Gary Lineker's the, company? The rest is history. Oh, it's Gary Lineker's company. Not Dan, it's Snow. Not Dan Snow. Goldhanger? Oh, it's so, a Goldhanger. Someone put Karen up on this. Dan Snow isn't. Dan Snow the rest of this history is part of Goldhanger. Yes, but yeah, Dan Snow is a completely Snow. different podcast. Suck my dick. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with you today, Dr. Bartlett? I can't wait. First one. 
Er, it sounds like when you get pulled up on misinformation, you get erstwhile to deal it, with it. Do you know what, do you know what erstwhile? it makes? Erstwhile! It makes more misinformation brew in my head. I'm like, Dan Snow can't be playing for Tottenham, right? No, so like, I, uh, I'm i sure he did do a fucking brilliant seven. A seven-parter. Yeah. See if you're, do you know what not to expect? The same thing from seven-part Dan Snow podcast. And me and Shane fucking around for an hour going, <laughs> I mean, I sort of read this. I think he got shot, right? Like, he can't say. He can't expect he got, he got shot with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, just people. And, and that guy, oh, the cartridge one. The cartridge guy. Yeah. Oh, Karen, I'm just going to put you up on the terminology. You are soft wanker. You're, do you know what? You're not paying rent in there, all right? And you should be. You should yeah. pay rent. It's a okay. it's a co-ownership. They're paying a bit. They're paying a bit of rent. A wee bit, yeah. But yeah, but they're, it's subsidised. You're not. You'll never be a homeowner. Yeah. <laughs> I I just. You know what I don't like about it, is that here, it's it's a it's a choice because a shell casing can also be known as a cartridge. You dick. So fuck off. You know what I mean. Anyway, I can't wait to see your comment under this one because even though you don't like me, apparently you'll still be watching. Anyway, we're and um, now you're going. No, I'm not even commenting. We're walking on, Kieran. just sight, it's complete sight. <laughs> the light, the, the light. light of a spavian, before we get into this episode. <clears throat> listeners might not appreciate um, in banter and that kind of thing, but what would you say is the premier 10-pin bowling centre in Northern Ireland? Westway Bowling, but I think or it's Dundon gone Dundon Light, Or Dundonald Dundon Dundon Ice Bowl. And at the Jet Centre, they have a great one. You can, you can, you can, do you know where it used to be good? And there's an Andos there. The Super Bowl used to be good. Do right. you remember the Super Bowl yes. in town? Any others? Uh... No, I can't think. Okay, let's get into this I like, episode. I like bowling alleys where you can go in and go, no chicken wings. Right. Yeah. No chicken, no chicken wing grease on right. the fingers here, all over the surfaces everywhere. We um, we have this episode today, which is all about the Loch Ness Monster. Now, this is, this is mysteries. Um, so this, let's say before we go into it, probably going to be more myth than story, but there is good stories. More, more myth than history. But Kieran, I hated that. Kieran, there's great, there's great history in the myths. I like that. Do you know what I like about myths? They're like rumors. Yeah. And rumors. It's great often, album. Rum, ru, it is a great album. Great documentary about the making of that yep. album as well. Uh, All bucking each other, Fleetwood Mac. Mate, uh, their, their dressing room must have stank. They had a they had a very ancient Egyptian philosophy attitude towards. Yep. Uh, Family and sex. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family and sex. Uh, yeah, so like r- rumours That was usually, a follow-up album. Rumours <laughs> usually give you like a, like a, they give you a sense of what people are talking about. Yes. You know, so yes. you're still getting something there. So talk to me about, have you, first of all, have you ever been to Loch Ness? I don't think so, no. You ever been to the Highlands much? I've um, never been that high in Scotland. I, I think as high as I've been in Scotland. I, I took an AT in the park once. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, uh, I've never been. I walked into a cloud of Lynx Africa and got a wee bit of something <laughs> off it. Uh, no, I think as as high as I would have been in Scotland. M&D's? It's, it's probably like Glasgow and Edinburgh. So I, was on the ro- the I was on the roller coaster at M&D's once. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Okay, um, so when we talk about Loch Ness to set it up, Loch Ness is a loch in uh, in Scotland. Um, I think I want to say Loch Ness goes from Fort Fort William to Inverness or something right. like that. It's uh, the paint picture. It's a mile wide, twenty four miles long. Wow, big old loch, mate. 
I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I know. I, I, I got. <laughs> why? Why are you drowning in the land? You did. I sounded like George from Rambler. <laughs> anyway, whoa. Um, zipper. Anyway, right. Um, Nestle. <laughs> wasn't there always something weird about Zippy? Like there's some gimp. Zippy a bungle. There's a wee bit of z- uh, bit of gimp about him. Yeah. Gimpy. Yeah. And there, like with a zip. Yeah. Now let me tell you. Let me tell you something about Loch Ness as so well. Massive. Um. Loch Ness is part of the reason that I think this legend comes from Loch Ness. Very, very, very deep and very cloudy water. Right. So really lends itself to what lurks beneath the surface. Like a page I do after I've done a few podcasts about holding it in. It's deep and cloudy, like, you know. Yeah. Now, it's, it's uh, Loch Ness at its deepest is deeper than the the sea in between Scotland and Norway between the North Sea <laughs> the really <laughs> <was> a deep <laughs> the knowledge <laughs> the sharp edges of fact I had to <laughs> I had to like go down like like I was uh, what do you call it submerging myself yeah. in my own brain there <laughs> oh it's deep um, so yeah so so Loch Ness is particularly deep right 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 um uh, I was about- Sorry, I've never noticed that, that. I've literally never noticed that there's like a. That's like a slice through Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've never noticed that. So yeah, goes goes from below Fort William right up to right up to Inverness. That's wild. Um, one thing you'll know about Inverness is we love the name of the football team, Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Yeah. They will play a part in this story, the football oh, club. Um, so tell me what you know about then the Loch Ness monster. Like, what does that summons up for you? What do you think when you think about the Loch Ness monster? going into this what do you know right I'm just thinking is Inverness is that is that like a is, yes. an, in, is an Inver like a like a Celtic or I, I, Iver I think is like a Celtic word for like inlet is that right it's it, well that makes sense then it's the inlet of, of the, the Ness yeah Ness. Um, I, I'm I'm speculating there based on a couple of signs I've seen in the south that are written in Irish um, we should have those everywhere but anyway I'm only joking uh, I'm being serious though as well but yeah. anyway Whichever you prefer. So you don't speak it, but all all I know, uh, speak. <laughs> Need to, fuck I, all. I, I can count to like four. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. right. I can say this. Do you know what I can do? I can I can give you most of the Hail Mary in it. Um, Please don't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was so tempted to start it there, but I won't. But anyway, um, what I know about this is very little. I know, Same. and I've I know the I've seen the photo. Some people say I've seen that the famous photo, as in with the two the, the, the humps and, and the looks like a, a neck type thing. Is yeah, it? we'll talk and, about that. But actually, bring um, that up now, Dan, and then later we'll 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 come back. I to know that. the Ted Danson of yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I know the Ted Danson of Cheers fame and same Private Ryan fame. Uh, that he was uh, he was in a movie in like '96. You seen it? This. I think I saw the movie at the time, yeah. Do you remember it being particularly awful or anything? I don't remember it being real. Oh, oh, no. Julie Richardson. Unreal. Yeah, look at that. Look look at his look at his mop. Like that's I remember this basically being like a shit free willy. Right. Um He went to find the beast. He found love. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I've seen I've seen that. Uh I know there's a great shot in the movie where he's like looking out of a window and then goes, 
as when he when he sees it. Like, sees so it. The, I like that. Um, and other than that, just the 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 general the general uh, legend of there's a big fucking underwater dinosaur lives in the lock. Uh, maybe not just underwater, which we'll talk about. Um, Massive. Can you talk? Can you tell me about? It looks it, look at that, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Highlands are. Do you know what? When I think of the Highlands, you know what I think of? Not the Loch Ness monster. Braveheart. So, friend of tea with me, Foy Vance lives. Enemy of yours. After you slagged him, uh, he's going to smack you. I, uh, I would call love him. I, Foy, if you're watching, please come on. No blasters. We'll crush the beef. I'll play one of your songs for you on the guitar. Oh, he would hate that. Give you a few ideas. He. Uh, <laughs> I have an idea. I have an idea. I would love it if you came on for real. So he, uh, I'd love if you came on for real. Um, He, he um, lives, I think, near the somewhere around the Highlands, right? And has done like quite a few of his songs, like acoustic versions of them, right? From the Highlands, like YouTube series of videos he's done, and they're beautiful. Just like at the side of a road, beautiful. Makes me want to go to the Highlands. I haven't really been to the Highlands much. I've driven through it to shoot a video for the Northern Ireland Football Association once with Liam Boyce. That's about it. So, and it was snowing. My knowledge of the Highlands are confined to two things, which is uh, the scene in Braveheart where he's like running over mountains quite needlessly as well mm-hmm. uh, with bagpipe music playing and some guy going like, uh, you know, he, he's eight feet tall and yes. he sounds more Irish than Scottish. Uh, and then the uh, Highland toffee. Right. Oh, I, that him. was popular for a while. We we uh, we cut we hurry cut we carry on it. Oh, may pull. Uh, we we, we thin square plastic wrapper uh, uh, yep. white and then tartan at the ends. Oh, stuck to the toffee, absolutely rip the teeth out of your head. Oh, but here, worth it. Oh, why? Toff- toffee's not really popular anymore. Not really. Thornton's is gone. Do you remember special toffee from Thornton's? Mm. That was a fucking great. Do you know what? Also, like? do you know what? If 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 do you know what? Uh, if toffee's died out, do you know what's coming next? Fudge. Oh. But fudge is out so, of daily. There's so many what Sugar I would describe meat. as artisanal fudge places. Have you ever been? There, there's two of them within like within a, a, a within a fudge throw of each other. Um, of where? In where? In in Edinburgh. The fudge like, house. There's there's fudge house and fudge kitchen. You look like a man who'd always have a toffee hammer on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you test my reflexes <laughs> to see how quickly I can. Get to the toffee. Yeah. Uh, right, let's stay on. Let's stay on. Uh, on the dinosaur in the lake. On the dinosaur in the lake. Right. So, um, we, this whole. I've just seen the name of one of these photos. I'm shitting myself. The first sighting. The top one. Oh yeah, the first a necromancer. Yeah, creepy guy. I don't even know what the fuck what his name's doing connected with. He also gets absolutely mugged. Anyway, he's let's also, go from the He's start. also connected to the following episode. Okay, great. We love that. Uh, depending on what order the episodes come out yeah, on, you've just given Dan a heart attack. Them, so, so um, the first sighting of of this creature or this idea that there is this monster that lives in Loch Ness comes uh, in the middle of the fifth century, sixth, sixth century, Saint Saint Columba, right? Irish guy. Yeah. Now, what I like about him is all these saints um, of his kind of ilk, right? Like go like Saint Columbanus and stuff. Um, they go to they go on these pilgrimages they go on these uh, play a wee bit over in Scotland then come back yeah but they do this thing where like they're in exile St. Patrick as well right they love an exile you know it gives them their sort of backstory it's part of their like authenticity yes I'll try to teach them stuff they'll fuck me out and then they'll want me back St. Columba go from Ireland over to Scotland Bit of a quick one on the Stena line, like <laughs> there and back, real and seal. Sea cat. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it would have been sick yeah. back then. Um, so he um, he he goes he goes over to Scotland and um, basically the one side of of Loch Ness is, is kind you can traverse it kind of like even even back then there would have been like a, a way to navigate that path. But the other side you just walk like through like it's like shallow. No, I mean like a, a path on one side of oh, it. Oh, right. The okay. land on one side of it, the terrain, you can right, pass okay. through it. It's like gently rolling <clears throat> hills down to, I think it's the west side is more easy accessible. Right, right, okay. The other side, nightmare. Right, okay. Basically like uh, you can't pass it, rugged cliffs, Fuck, uh, right, okay. dense kind of forest uh, that you can't go down. Um, so what happens is um, St. Columba, who, who by the way, he, I'm not going to this guy too much, but ruffles a few feathers. When he's over there, he's like he's ru he's ruffling feathers. This guy walking gets, around, walking around a Celtic shirt. Yeah, he gets into uh, he gets into arguments. And anyway, he's actually an interesting character. But we'll go quickly through his story. One time when he's there, gets into arguments is funny. He's he does. That's all. He's a bitch, right? He's a bitch. Oh, yeah. um, anyway, he's on the bank of Loch Ness. <laughs> he's a bitch. He's a he's a HAB, <laughs> historical annoying bitch. He's on the banks of uh, of of Loch Ness, and there's men pulling uh, a guy from the water. Who's who, oh sorry, they're burying a man. Oh, right. right, they're burying a guy. Um, and St. Columbus says, "What's going on here? What's crack with us?" Now they don't get that phrase. What's crack? So they go, "The what? What do you mean?" And he goes, oh, "Sorry, it's a local phrase." He goes, "What's the situation here?" They say, "We're burying this guy." He said, "What happened to him?" They say. He has been eaten by like a, a savage monster from the lock. So St. Columba goes, You've so, got my, you've got my interest. Sounds it sounds like he stumbled across uh, a gangland hit. Yeah. And it's very <laughs> yeah. gullible. Yeah. HGB, historical gullible <laughs> bastard. Hot H A T Historical Aquatic Hit. <laughs> <laughs> I can I tell you something? The joy of having kids at half an hour sleep last night. Oh my god! Half an hour, and that half an hour was watching Peppa Pig. That's um, grim. Like also, ha, not half. Yeah, ha. Yep. All right. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> no. So so Daddy like, needs to sleep. He's got to do an episode of Lock Nest. Mom. So 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 Colin Ballas. They have a real they, job, or Daddy, sorry, so I Columba. can respect you when I grow up. So so they have so Saint Columba. They have his interest. They have his interest. Right. Now Saint Columba, like I think Saints back then. Well, obviously he wasn't Saint then, but yeah. these guys, they like to be involved in stories. Mm. Anything happening, they're in the middle of it. So he goes, listen, we're getting on a boat right now. And we're going out to find this monster. He says to this wee guy, he goes, bring up, swim out, bring up boat over and we'll go and find it. The guy's like, no worries. That's massive. Guy gets absolutely mugged as he's swimming out to the boat. Get him. They get him. Eat him up. Monster, the monster eats monster the guy swimming out to the boat. He goes, ah, it's eating me and all. Gets pulled down below the surface. Right? That's massive. Yep. Did your, did your, did your mother die ever tell you that that weeds would pull you underwater? No. Don't you said it would be a gateway to harder drugs? <laughs> <laughs> our, our ones used to... My ma would... My ma, a couple of things my ma made me scarred off that I thought were going to be a bigger deal in my life 
would have been like uh, weeds in water and reeds. Oh, reeds are more dangerous you know, than weeds. You know, because they, they, they pull, she would go, they pull you down. Instead of saying some people get tangled in those and yeah. die, they was physically like, they, they pull you down. So I was like, they must be alive then. I was sort of quicksand until I was about and, and quicksand was another one yeah, that I yeah. was like, sure. And I've only stepped on something, I'm not saying it was quicksand, but there, there, there's a video of me, <laughs> there's a video of me doing star steps uh, for a joke on a beach down south. But whenever we walked further out, the ground literally did start to really give in a way where the two of us looked at each other and went "fuck us" and walked back in, like because it was actually weird. Yeah, that's not that. It wasn't. That's a, that's not life threatening when you're both able <clears throat> to go. Shall we walk away from this? No, no. But I feel like if we'd taken another couple of steps out, it would have been. <laughs> I'm being serious. Wasn't that? Wasn't that? So oh hard? man! Look hey, at Kieran, did face. it put things into perspective? You sit looking out a window at a river <laughs> for sitting ten there, hours. After. Sitting there, going, going, "Hello, is this estate planning? <laughs> I better, I better get my will underway." <laughs> I thought you meant like the pe- the people of the nearby area, like the council. Estate plan? Are you planning? You know what I mean. So you're like, no, like you, need to you, move you, you make beach. plans for what happens with your estate yeah, after yeah, you die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, leave it to me. <laughs> I'll leave. I'll. I would leave. I would leave my clothes to you because I'm sure you'd make good use of them. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I would. I would. I, I want to leave Kev like my diehard DVD and a couple of things. He's not allowed the rock. Uh, do you know what I would do? I would I would give every DVD to Kev except for the rock, right? Because he took my copy of the rock and kept it on me for about five years. Claimed that he never had it. Claimed and then eventually claimed that he lost it. Yeah. And then I went into his house one day. And I was fucking sitting there. What a cunt! Yeah, isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> Unacceptable bastard, Kev. So. St. Columba, right? Um, this is mental. This guy swims out and gets eaten. Yeah. Swims out and gets eaten. So St. Columba's like, becomes like a bit obsessed with, with the idea. That there was a the thing that you said there that interested me about like saints and stuff at this time, like to get involved in adventures and stories. Do you think that that... I'm trying to think of a modern example of this, but you, you, do you think that's because they know that's a way that you become a saint? There's a thing called hagiography, which is Absolutely. the the writing of lives of saints, and if it's not a good story, you're probably not going up the alpaca order in the in the exactly. commissioning of saints. That's what I say. As soon as he hears the, the idea of a monster being in this lock, he's like, "Get a boat and let's drive to it." They need some content for their social media to really yeah, get their yeah, profile yeah, up. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's sort of like you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like it's, it's like the it's like the own it's like the own Hargreaves training video. Yeah. He knows if people see him training, there's a chance he gets a contract, and he goes to City. Yeah, Do doesn't play I mean? much, but scored one wonder goal. Yeah, um, I, I loved him. At I, I would say as well, as well, that it's a little bit more myth. The lives of saints, we we find with so much of this, all all these stories follow like a formula. These characters, whether it's like a military leader or a saint or someone like that, they. They have to follow this formula of a story. So maybe this was just like put in. Yeah, because like story, li- lives of saints are uh, sometimes quite funny, and and you go, "Daddy, I." So yeah. like, there's a good one. I think it's Saint Lawrence is supposed to have been uh, getting fucking burned, like they're roasting him alive, like, and he's what well, like he's like uh, like like famous comedians of the day. <laughs> 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 
This is this is Billy Conley of Antioch. He's coming in the fucking slag, yo. St. Colin Ballas is here. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. He's way to fucking South Africa again. So, so, like, he... Uh, like he's mad they've been getting fucking uh he's mad they've been getting roasted up one side and is then mad they've done banter with the guys roasting and been like, Turn me over, I'm done on this side. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Do you want me rare to you? you know what I mean? Um Dan, the the end of sort of some Columba in this that just that's just it really, isn't it? Well, the guy swims out to get the boat and as he's coming back gets attacked. Yes. And what does St. Columba then do? He strides out into the water and makes a sign of the cross. Oh! Yes. And Massive. Uh, and and, and the, it, people that were witnessing it say it acted like the beast was like pulled down on strings. You know what I mean? Massive. They said, well, do you know what? what you're right. What happened was all the people nearby went, there's the beast. There's the beast. He said, St. Columba, show him your cross. And he said, fuck off you. <laughs> <laughs> the sign of the cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, not really, not really happens here for a long time with this story until we come to uh, the 1500s. That's We're a thousand, talk about, that's uh, a thousand years. Oh, okay. That's um, a thousand years with I'm, no story there. Like, might even be after that. That's a gap. Like, yeah, yeah. This, this just. This is the first reference of it, and then we're going to jump way forward. Of a monster in a lock. I'm, I, I'm surprised a, a monster could live in a lock in Scotland for that long, because at this time they wouldn't have had toilets, so they'd just be pissing all the iron brew straight into the fucking... Yep. ...into the lock, like, you know what I mean? Imagine iron brew was just, like, Scottish government behind it, it's just... Uh, An ancient Loch Ness drink. monster's piss. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like piss. I don't like it. Do you like I, it? I like it. I, I, I can't say it. Do you know who... I like Fre Orange Tango. They still sell out over there a lot. I my like friend that. Christopher MacArthur Boyd. Four or five cans a day. Of Iron Brew. Guy lives on it. Jesus. Patriot. Funny guy. Early 18th century. Early 18th century. General Wade. Right, so... Um, over a thousand years, by the way. No, Not a peep out of the lock. Scotland and England have, have unified. Um, we're we're going to pick it up with this... The Inc trouble with Scotland <laughs> is that it's full of Scots. <laughs> who is this man who says this to me? What is it? As if, what is it he says? He goes, who is this man who gives me advice? As if I asked him for it. Do you know what sometimes you, you're like? A tennis player shape. a tennis player who's playing, but at the net there's like a giant wall and he hits it back to himself. You're, you're doing a dialogue <laughs> and then you go, what does he say? What does he say? And then you do it. <laughs> Like I don't think like Gump. I don't think like Forrest Gump <laughs> two hand and table tennis steps. I don't think you knew you were you there. <laughs> like do you know what I think you are? I think you have two personalities. You're Karen and, and our Karen. And Karen and our Karen talk back to each other. <laughs> oh, that's fucking sensational. What does he say? What does he say? Let me tell you now, our Karen. <laughs> Um, so uh, General Wade so this guy I'm going to assume bit of a cock I'm basing that on nothing but uh, we've got like the Jacobite the Jacobites wouldn't have liked them right right. because what he's doing is he's basically coming into Scott he, he's basically he's the road guy Who, who's this sorry military road guy General Wade right he's a military he's an MRG 
and that's the first one I've done on those right today. He's a military road guy. Right. Right? He's a road he's the original road man. Is he actually making roads? Is that his job? That's his job. Yeah, like, he's in the army, but part of military this, engineering. He, he gets sent to Scotland, and part of it is he ends up making a road. Right, okay. So, so what he's saying is, no roads here, boys. I'm, I'm going to bring some roads in so we can travel across Scotland easier, uh, so we can get from Scotland to England, all that kind of thing. Still haven't built a fucking McDonald's on that road. Go ahead. We will. Someday we yeah. will. Right? See, could you imagine if we both owned the McDonald's? I would McPanther. That's love what that, that is. I would love that, wouldn't it? Twenty million, isn't it? Maybe we need a oh. third person to come in with us. Yeah. Who can we, Who's who, a millionaire? I know, who, yeah. <laughs> who can Who can you trust? Though? Do you know what I mean? Who's got that kind of money that you can trust? Um, so General Wade um, is beaten about Scotland. Uh, wouldn't have been necessarily liked in 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 Scotland, right? Because what he's doing is he's just <clears> clearing places, mate, getting right. these roads in. Um, and part of what he's doing is he's looking for a way to go. He's in Newcastle and he needs to get to somewhere. And what he does is he goes, fuck me. I got to go all the way back to here to go to there. Right. It sounds like my tour route last year. Somehow started in Newcastle and then doubled yeah. back to Glasgow, <laughs> then to London, then Liverpool. So one thing he does is um, he builds a road along Loch Ness but yeah the east side al along the fucking inaccessible side yeah. massive but do you know what he does for one of these roads do you know why Hadrian's wall is like ruined most of it there's, because there's, of this cunt there's no stone available because he use. went he, he goes, took the stone that Hadrian used he, he says I need a road here boys they say when do you need it for you only said yesterday he goes, get that fucking wall down. <laughs> what do you need it for? Yesterday. <laughs> he goes, get the uh, Hadrian's wall down. And they just they just go, all right, well. See that type that of down. shit? See people, it's like a, a kid who fucking chopped down the tree at Hadrian's wall this year, or fucking end of 23. You're like, what are you doing? Right. You know the, the tree that's in the scene in Robin Hood, Prince yeah. of Thieves? What the fuck are you doing, dude? What did he chop it down for? Just stop oil or Because he's a wee dick. Right. Uh, see, but see, Hadrian, Hadrian's wall is interesting because... That was the Scotland and Ireland were basically two places that the Romans came to and went, ah, keep it lots. Right, yeah. It's too cold. And yeah. so they built the wall as a like a frontier. We're good with that. Leave yeah. That. Everything on the other side of this wall. Don't want it. Yeah. Uh, but there's some interesting shit found around there. Like uh, loads of stuff to do with uh, like literacy records in the Roman army and all they found at Hadrian's Wall. Uh, records from another place called Vindolanda. Me and my mum and my dad and my grand were off to Hadrian's Wall. Anyway. You would have and done some grave robbing shit. Unbelievable. The Bartlett's on the sea cat. What would you be getting up to over there? You going to M&D's Fun Park? Nah, grave robbing. Alright guys, I think that's us. You getting out here? We're not there yet. Nah, we're good, we'll jump. <laughs> right. So um <clears throat> so yes, he builds a road on, on the untraversable side of, right. of, of uh Loch Ness. Um we're we're gonna talk about the first bridge bridge me here, Dan. Did he did he see like did he see the monster when he was there? Wait. No, no I, think, no, I think building the road just 
leads to a lot more activity around the lock, which oh, right. then so allows, then leads to sightings and allows shit. people to really investigate the monster. Right. Just means like this, yeah, especially the, well, first of all, this like opens the highlands up kind of for more travel, uh, these roads. It was like, no one was going. It wasn't like you just went there, right? So we'll, we, we jump way ahead to this guy Spicer. In 1930s? 1933. Yeah. I, I like his name, though. I like his name, but I also like General Wade's name because it's like, he just generally Wade's. Well, that's it. He probably know? said that. He probably yeah. goes, he goes, don't we General Wade in the head? Could, could I have been called anything else? I don't know. <laughs> Colonel Dander. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel Danders. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, right, we're going to talk about the first first kind of sighting of in modern times of the Loch Ness monster was what did you say down 1930 I think it was 32 but published in 33 by George Spicer who was um, now this isn't just you know a lot of these sightings it's just a, like a it's, it's like a glue head yep I saw a UFO right this guy uh, was English and was on holiday with his wife and they were travelling now in 1930s the reason a lot of the sightings and and happen around this time is people have cars right okay so for the first time people are driving through the highlands um, and there's more activity around around Loch Ness so this guy and his wife claim to have seen the Loch Ness monster but the interesting thing is um, the way he describes it it's it's out of the water it go, it crosses the road in front of them right that's massive from Spicer yeah could he have had a worse name as well? Who's going to trust the guy called Spicer? But the, but the interesting thing with was him he is, taking a wee bag of spice. As I say, he's not like he's not a randomer. He's not he's not a drunkard, right? He he, he owns a West End Taylors in London, so he's a respectable he's a re- guy, respectable and reputable guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that it crossed in front of him. And Dan, does he mention like flippers and feet? There's different people who've reported different things. Some people that there were feet, some people that had had flippers. Um, so he he talks about the the size of it. He says it's he says uh, it, it, the one thing that kind of undermines him a bit is and should have maybe sent alarm bells off. He goes, it's as cl- something like uh, I'm uh, not quoting him properly here, but he's like closest I've ever seen anything like a dragon, and people are pointing out. You haven't seen a dragon, mate. I know, yeah. So what are you talking about? Yeah. But I think he's basically saying in the depictions of It's like saying a horse is the closest thing you've seen to a unicorn. Yeah. I think he's basically saying this is, uh, in, in the depictions of what dragons look like, this is it. So this starts the whole thing of like the Loch Ness Monster. Um, we're starting to get an idea of the shape of it and that kind of thing. I have two, two questions, right? Yep. One of them is, if you hadn't seen a zebra before yeah, and somebody said, I saw a white and black striped horse that like looks a wee bit more unicorny. More, you more donkey go, than horse. When you go your mental. Yeah. And then like so there is that sort of element where you go or if somebody said to try to describe a hippo to you without you haven't seen one. Yes. You would also think they were mental. Then so that, that's so very that, interesting so, you bring up hippos. So that makes back me into the story. That makes me go, maybe there is something. Then I would like to know, did Spicer or anyone that's into this have any sort of link to the Loch Ness area as like no. touristy type, you know, let's get an industry going? No. no you know, he, like, because did you ever see, did you ever see like around Knock, the whole thing here about like, 
the sighting of the Virgin Mary at Knock, and there's like a whole tourist industry around it now. Yo, yeah. There's an airport there now. There's right. a Christy Moore song about it. That's how you know it's famous. Uh, what am I missing here on Spicer? No, I'm going to talk about the the um, the water bailiff. Okay. So there's a there's, so there's a water bailiff who operate. So the That's lock hot. then around that time also the roads are opening up, but so is the lock for like, um, for boats and things right. like that. So oh yeah, one thing I hope I'm not getting two accounts confused, but Spicer's wife says that when the the monster the Loch Ness monster went back into the water, it caused like a big wave. This might be cross contaminated with someone else's account, but it doesn't matter. Someone who gave an account of it said that when the monster went back into the water, it caused like a wave that would be similar to like a steamer, you know, like a steamboat coming All down. Right, okay. I think other people just pointed out it's probably a steamboat coming down. <laughs> but when the fish walked out of the ocean, <laughs> something like that. What a yeah. Sam Sparrow! Oh, great. Woo, that was a great song. Um, great black and gold. I didn't sign anything like it before, but yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, and so this starts, then there's a guy, there's like a water bailiff guy. What's that? Like a I think he's a bailiff that operates on the oh, water. Right. I think he uses a boat and he travels down. Right. You know, different different villages and all. I think that's how he operates. Right, okay. Totally wrong. Um, but he... Uh, is the first person who he describes it like a plesiosaur plesiosaur he describes seeing the monster um, and is that like a type of dinosaur yeah with a big the big long neck Mad. he's like uh, you know it has this big long neck like an elephant's trunk um, what do you call them ones that stand and eat the fucking plesiosaur not steak bronchosaurus yeah. We'll see what you're talking Brachiosaurus. about. Brachiosaurus. They're yeah. herbivores. So is so I think it's a plesiosaur. I'm probably I'm going to get killed in the comments for this. The Don't type let them. Of, Don't let them do that. The type of it's a comedy podcast. Go ahead. The type of dinosaur that they're talking about would be a herbivore. So that starts to go against Columbus' account of eating this monster eating people and all this kind of stuff. Um, but here, so I always wonder about herbivores. Sometimes they're bound to. You're bound to try a dude, right? <laughs> and then realise it's not for you. Yeah. And then go back to just eating bush. Pop <laughs> <laughs> in the head of an epilepsy boy there. Fam- a fam- for some HSP, historical sex I my way through that banter. Love HSP. That. <laughs> Love that. Um, so yeah, we're just talking about a lot of sightings. And the- Sorry, Dan? No, no. Okay. Like maybe um, it was St. Colombo who had the guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's, he's under there with a wee fin strapped yeah. his back going oh I'm a monster um, so at this point we start to get some like uh, pr- some press interest and the first newspaper to really go Loch Ness Monster mad or the Daily Mail right okay the Daily Mail love it right they're like oh <laughs> let's run this story and I tell you what they don't like immigrants they were probably trying to get, they were they were they were they were probably where's, trying, where's Nessie trying to get there yeah, they're probably trying to get Nessie deported to Rwanda yeah. Nessie's a health tourist yeah right <laughs> trying to get the big homes fixed health um, <laughs> so um so the Daily Mail really kind of uh, pick up on this and starts to become a real a real thing um they send uh this guy they go we need a guy for this right we need a guy to go and find proof of the Loch Ness monster. The guy at the top of this list. And bring it, and it, it's only get ready for this name. Marmaduke Weatherall. Oh no, it's a different guy. Now the great thing about this guy is Marmaduke Weatherall. 
He is an actor who has played Discoverers before. He played with Christopher Columbus, am I wrong? Livingston. Robson Crusoe. Robson Crusoe. It says he, he, play, he played Livingston. Who, and Livingston as one, well. One of the guys that went uh, all through like Africa and all. So he's played... Now, the great thing is, this guy's played Robinson Crusoe. He's played Livingston, right? But he has written, financed and directed and starred in those movies himself. So he's a guy who desperately wants to be... Be an explorer. Exactly. Yeah. So he's writing himself in the movies where he is that. And now he thinks he is that. Oh, I love it. This, so he, I would be, this would be like Harrison Ford becoming an actual whip-cracking explorer. It's like, like it's like someone killing Chloe and you getting... No, it's like, like that. Uh, but, but you getting Keanu Reeves to go and... Why doesn't why doesn't why doesn't somebody kill your family? I just realized I just realized the assassins don't kill Keanu Reeves' wife in the movie. <laughs> it's like you having a dog, and someone kills it, and then Keanu Reeves gets redemption for it. You know, you wouldn't go straight to Keanu well, Reeves. It's, it's, it sounds like you. It's it sounds like you just want to say hurtful things about my family, Shane. That's, no, uh, you have a dog. <laughs> you like have a dogs. right? <laughs> Forget Chloe. <laughs> Forget Chloe. Right. You have a dog. Never. You have a that's that's a spirit. Dog. I have a dog. Somebody kills the dog. Yes. Who would you get in touch with? Canaries. <laughs> well, that undermines my point. Then maybe you would. Maybe you would. No, no, no I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like it's like getting a. I like I like the idea that he's become. He, he's become a character of himself. Exactly. Like, he goes, I'm the guy to do this. And yeah. they went, no, we don't want to make a movie, but we want to find it. He goes, I'm I'm really that guy. It's like Ross Kemp and extras thinking he's in the SAS. Look at what his, 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 uh, his African name is. What? Hantapania, a sort of portmanteau word, meaning he who hits seldom, but when he does, he hits mighty hard. That's a great name. Yeah. No? It's a wee bit like... Uh, it's like Daniel Day-Lewis. He doesn't do that many movies. Yeah. But when he does, they're belters. Yeah, or like, you know, I don't always get a Chinese, but when I do, I'm getting two mains. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ciao. Um, so, Marmaduke Weatherall goes like, listen, I'm the guy Marmaduke? to sort this. Now, he he, <clears throat> he gets himself up to uh, Loch Ness and he is desperate to find it. Um, and Isn't that what Burr Grylls has a kid called Marmaduke, I think? Well, he... I think. Can I tell you something? Yeah. He fine. You're not going to believe this. On the more treacherous side of uh, Loch Ness, he finds footprints, big, uh, big holes with like huge, like eight-inch claw marks wow. in them. That's amazing, right? Right? People can't believe this. They're photographed and all that. They send it to um, the National History Museum. They, they, they casts of it or something. They bring in some experts to go listen, verify that this is the Loch Ness monster for us. You know what the museum say? Here's the thing, though. There's only one print. Oh, that's fucking stupid. What they want to plant it? What they had done is uh, that comes a little bit later. But what they had done is uh, I, they don't know whether it was him or someone had done this, knowing he was in the nearby area. Right. It was. Um, it was a hip, the region you bring up hippopotamus. Coincidentally, it was a hippopotamus foot right. print. Um, and what they th that had repeatedly been put into like mud or soil or right, something. Okay. So what they think had happened is, uh, like back then when when people hunted hippopotamus, like in in Africa or whatever, and brought back hippopotami. Hippopotami. Hippopotamuses. Um, Did you ever hear that song? No. I want I, a hippopotamus for Christmas. Um, Only hippopotamus. Someone had got. Uh, they, they used 
at times hippopotamus legs hollowed out as umbrella stands. So someone had brought Tesla's. that over, repeatedly put it in the moment. Look at this. Didn't think to fucking put a second one in or yeah. more prints. So the I think yeah. if it's a National History Museum, it, it probably isn't. But the experts that had to verify it were like, looks good, but here's the thing. There's only one, and that's from an umbrella stand. Yeah. He's fuming about this because... Makes him look like a dick. It like. makes him look like an idiot. And the Daily Mail, who were like, this is the guy. He's going to discover the Loch Ness Monster because uh, they, uh, they turn on him. Well, they basically put well, it wouldn't it, be like a Daily Mail do. They put a front page of him up the next day and they're like, Marmaduke Weatherall, wanker and all. Uh, you know what I mean? So he like, he, by the way, he then develops a real grudge against the Daily Mail. Keep that in mind. Right. I can identify with that. Let's talk about some more sightings. So you've got like a, and again, these aren't just regular people. These are people that if you looked at their sort of statue, you go, oh, why, why would they like, like a veterinary student who's on a motorbike? Again, say, says that they see the Loch Ness monster on the road, right? Uh, which is weird because there's that that all just stops like around this time. Like anyone who sees mm. it in more recent times, never sees it on the road, yeah. right? So, um, and what's the crack? Like, see that picture there? When's that from? Well, that go ahead. Then. I think that's thirty two, thirty three. So this is around the time that uh, Marmaduke is right. Okay, there. Yeah. Now, I'll fast forward slightly, then come back. This picture, the Daily Mail gets sent this picture uh, by a surgeon called Robert Wilson, now who, who was there sort of visiting and looking for the Loch Ness Monster. Uh, I think he's a gynecologist. Now, this guy, to set up his background, uh, fought in World War I. Uh, like, what? It's just funny. He's a gynecologist. Uh, military background, decorated soldier, uh, comes from a really good family when he comes back <laughs> military background around this time and then he's a gynecologist so he's just spent his whole life in one trench or another like at the head of the Napoli's soy boy unbelievable so he that's great Kieran he comes back he sets up this practice he's there he gets this photograph now when he sends this to the press this photograph the what the first thing they do is they they trim that photograph so they trim around the edges of it so that's not the actual photograph it's oh. a bigger photograph that they've cropped but the thing that when this came out they were basically going like we got this photograph it's from a surgeon who doesn't want to be named so that gave yeah, it so yeah. much cachet that like to be fair it fucking it's a fairly convincing photo what what's what's it's cropped great. out though the original photo is like super blurred. Yes, and right. Much bigger, and just you can barely make out what actually is on it. So, so this this kind of photograph starts uh, the mania around it, right? Because uh, you're coming out of after this, like the Great Depression, yeah. uh, World War One. People want to, I think, as well. There was a sense that, like, what we have today, like, people think the world's becoming so much smaller mm. that when some and it and it's been grim for a long time. And a story want, like you this, you want something comes, exciting and nice, like a wholesome. There could be these beasts that, uh, I, I, and as well, there've been off the coast of South Africa, there've been this species of fish discovered that uh, people thought had been extinct for like hundreds right. of millions of years, um, but were from the di from dinosaur times. Right. Okay. So people are like, "This is only the start of it." We're, you know, the world. This is the the world's this magical kind of place. So people really wanted to believe in this, and it was going all around the world. Like people were well into this. Yeah. Um, and it's also, also at the time of other sort of mystical beasts, beasts being seen. So like the Yeti and Bigfoot yes. start to appear at this time. So people are like, 
Africa is sort of being explored and there's right, less. Right. People like Marmajik want to be those explorers and discover stuff, but right. there seems like there's less to now, find. An interesting thing, if we're using this as like the archetypal picture, um, this is the the famous movie that comes out at the start of the 1930s, I think, is King Kong. Right, right, And in right. that movie, they go through <clears throat> a place with, they go through here? Is it actually Loch, Loch Ness that they pass as part of the movie? Or, they, or, or, or it's another body of water, but there's a creature that looks exactly like this. That it's like the plesiosaurus type. Plesiosaur, that's right. So, but w- then everyone who sees it in like the year after, the Loch Ness Monster in the year after, describes the beast from that movie right. pretty much identically. Right, right. So that, when we look back on it now, totally devalues all of it. Because people mm. are like, oh yeah, it was like the thing from the movie. That was what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Right, so. Um, that that picture is pretty, that, that's break, interesting. Do you want me to break your heart about that picture? Is it some shit in the water? Is it just like a pipe or something? It was a kid's submarine um, with like wooden attachments put onto it and it was uh, staged and it was fake and it was a friend of Wilson, the guy who took the the picture, uh, that that took it and do you know who who set it up with him? See if you say Marmaduke. Marmaduke Weatherall. He's absolutely... Oh, uh, now he did that sticky bastard marmalade. Oh he did that. <laughs> uh, Speaking of marmalade, I forgot to tell you what a delicious treat it is. Marmalade's coming back into this story. Ten out of ten for me to do that. By the way, ten out of ten to do that. And I've forgotten if you had mentioned it. Um, everything happens for a reason. Butterfly effect, Mandela effect. Anyway, slept for half an hour last night. Anyway, the good thing about that is I was watching the Wiggles for the half an hour. So <laughs> that was great. That's all those songs going over. <laughs> Irish stew, oh Irish stew, stick it in the pot and it's good for you. <laughs> now, the thing is, Marmaduke Weatherall set that up thinking, yeah, yeah, flash a light of space. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I now, can't believe he set up. I, now, I can't thing. be serious. Yeah. I've seen that photo before. Yeah. And I've always gone, that's quite. <laughs> That's quite something. That's proof. I've I've never I've never known that was fake. Do you want to know when it was announced that it was fake? Do you know the story behind this? No. It was Marmaduke, I think, was it a nephew and in nineteen ninety four. Oh wow. so like sixty years afterwards right, he came out right, and explained right. it. That's but, very sad. But, but Probably what, ruined the Ted Danson movie as well. Well what he wanted to do was uh, you know, really make fools out of the Daily Mail who had kind of turned on him. Yeah. But he just like sent publication sales through the roof. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, I'll show you guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, keep showing us. Counting that those dollar yeah. bills, you know? What do you call it? Wanker owns the Daily Mail? Lord. Lord. I don't know. Oh. Um, because of R. It's like, it's not Rutherford. It's something like but that, though. There's a. There's a. Um, Rothmere. Rothmere, you can't. Anyway. Dan, right? I'll, need, I'll need some names. I know Scott was the, was the guy, but who, was it. That's a weird sentence. Was Scott backed by the marmalade air? <laughs> oh, so, um, so it's Peter Scott who is yeah. like, is it a son of Scott of the Antarctic? Antarctic. So a rail explorer. See, they're rail explorers. So we have. So 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 this is really. Do you know how you know you're a rail explorer? So so Scott on the job. Like. Scott of Antarctic is uh, this famous uh, adventurer. Uh, you know. Documented so well, people love him. Beans still in the can. His son 
who's two when he dies um, when when uh, Scott of Antarctic died apparently he wrote this thing saying like make sure that Peter has a love of the natural world can I just say as well sorry I went for a walk last night in the fog and we've both basically got bronchitis now um, I love that you're comparing Scott of Antarctic no I'm saying I could I'm not I'm saying <laughs> to I you never, walking around botanic I'm gardens not, <clears throat> I'm not I'm saying I could never be <laughs> I'm just saying, just in case there's any confusion, I could never be <laughs> an explorer like Scott. Just well, in case, I, just in case anybody up. was going, why don't you do this, Karen? <laughs> I went for a walk in the fog last night, and now I have pleurisy, so I can't. I'm going to be in a wee bath chair like a sick Victorian <laughs> child for the next two weeks. Do you know what I mean? I need a dry climate, mummy. So um, Dan, is, is, is Scott backed by the heir to Dundee Marmalade? There's some link. I can't That's remember it. what it was. That's it. That's it. Marmalade it. Company. Marmalade, Dundee Marmalade. Marmalade v Marmaduke. Are, are, are the Marmalade of the time. Right. And also the lead singer of uh, Biffy Clyro at a side project called Marmaduke something. Yeah. Just Scottish Marmaduke links. Right. I see. And everyone. then links Africa <gasps> in Scotland. Whoa. Getting in your lungs. Um, Get you high. So yeah. Islands. So uh, Peter Scott um, wants to be obviously this adventurer like his dad, and he he's like respected. He's also a con- like conservationist, friendly with the young Attenborough. I thought you just said he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, right, right. he's mates with Davy Attenborough and all these boys, and he's he's starting to forge his own name. Right, he's got a yeah. good reputation. He really gets into the idea of this, and he wants <clears> to <throat> do something like his dad, like be known, right, right? Uh, with something to do with nature and science. So he's basically going. I'm, I'm going to find the Loch Ness. He gets really into the idea of it. I'm going to find the Loch Ness monster. Dan, what what year roughly is this, or, or when are we talking? Um, whoa, maybe fifties. Yeah, if, if Attenborough was kicking about, like there's not as an adult. Peter Scott, I think, helped create. Was it the WWF and stuff like that? So big wrestling guy. Because he was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> fighting's good, but like for kids, yeah. we need something else. Yeah, uh, yeah. He said to World Wildlife Fund, but his whole reputation kind of gets tainted a lot by by, by this quest because because people are going did you buy into this shit well he's going no he's going I'm going to find it and then he gets in touch with like the, the biggest museums in the UK and he's going like give me some funding let's find the Loch Ness Monster yeah. and they're like we need bones we need a sample we need something but I'm not sure he really believes in it but he uses it as like a a project to bring attention to conservationism and bring money into conservation right. so he gets more attention towards what he actually really wants to do. They want to they want to prove if if Loch Ness monster exists that there's these creatures that we had thought were extinct. Do you know what though you do lose authenticity? It's like a lot of bands about twenty years ago were screaming in their music so that they would become part of like a wave of music like that. And then once they get in there and get a fan base, the next couple of albums are all hey and it's just because they didn't really want to be screaming. They just did it to get somewhere. Okay. So it's like he's just going after Loch Ness to yeah. get he other, gets, to save other trees. He gets in touch with Attenborough and he goes, you fancy coming in on this? I'm mainly talking about Event Sevenfold there, sorry, and Trivium. Um, he gets in touch with uh, Davy Attenborough, he's like, you coming in on this? Attenborough says, listen to this for like, trying to be nice, but like also a bit sly, he goes, you're very courageous. Say, say that like Attenborough though. You're very you're courageous. Very courageous. That was that good. Sorry. That was Richard Harrison, Gladiator. Oh, yeah, it was a wee bit more Harris. Um, Gone! Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I think you're all good. Um, but yeah, the, old man. The, uh, the blanket. 
the the I didn't even I didn't even know that movie came out that you were talking about. Gladiator. Oh, Loch Ness. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Loch Ness. It's what? Loch Ness. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was. Do you know? It was. It was biggish. It was. It was. It wasn't as big as something like Free Willy, obviously, but it was in that same. Kid believes. Dad goes goes and helps. And all that, and it was sort of. I remember when it, it debuted on Sky. I remember it being like a, it's the the premiere this week. I remember people sitting still, down to watch it. I mean, even now, people still report sightings of it. And there's a guy still. who like just stays the whole time at Loch Ness, looking out for the monster, and like keeps a record of what he sees every day. Oh, Seems man. like that guy has problems. That he also makes like little trinkets and all, which he sells. So. That's the whole thing. Is I, wor- I worry about it's that an stuff. industry. It's an it industry. Like, I worry yeah. about the industry because it yeah. makes me think it is shit. What oh, you, well, that, a guy selling trinkets? You go, this is probably bullshit. A, a guy going, I'm here all the time and I keep a wee record, but here I'm also flogging s bollocks that I made out of tinfoil. I'm like, right, like but, it's probably bullshit. Whereas if he was there, but here's sure, the thing. surely I know it's I know it's a big ass body of water. But surely you could just fucking... Th- th- have well, they ever shown art yeah. or anything? Yes, yes. In the early 2000s, the BBC put a project together where they pretty much tracked BBC. the whole... Taxpayers, so, Sorry, thank God you mentioned Sonar. Not taxpayer, but... I well, sort of. Uh, License pair. It is. License pair. Same difference. See, yeah. Scott, they were also working with... Um, and and the, <laughs> the marmalade air, they were also working with um, this Boston lawyer who was well into it and he loved, he was big into sonar and he took Don't you mean sonar? <laughs> Loch Ness. Monster. <laughs> Loch Ness monster. Oh, this, this lock's wicked deep. <laughs> you gotta be smart you wanna catch a dinosaur. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. <he>, uh, <laughs> that was our Kieran that said that. <laughs> he um he uses sonar uh, and that's what really gets Scott going about all this because they do find this like big image, this big clump kind of in the middle of Loch Ness of this this what could be like the Loch Ness monster. Um but anyway they how, did how big is it meant to be? The Well the that, that differs. That differs. Uh 25 feet was what some of the first accounts, I think, uh, Spicer said, something like 25 that's, feet. That's big, like. Um, Isn't it? But here's... I mean, it, what, what's an elephant? An elephant wouldn't be 25 feet, like. Yeah, not long. But, no, like, different like, shit. But, like, if it's quite slim, it could just hide under the water, Kieran. I mean, it's not going to have 25 foot of its body. But if it's tw- if it's 25 feet long, what I'm trying to picture... Uh, so it's like... What, what, what would that be, like... In terms of stuff that, like, I can actually picture. Uh, four of me long ways. Two Amaroks. <laughs> no, it's not two. Probably. One and a half. It's a large car. Anyway, there is a change in, um, you're saying about still not sure. <laughs> the Scottish government are sure it doesn't exist. They, they <clears> It <throat> seems that the attitude's changing there where they're it not trying them to. to say that, though. Yeah, but... You know, obviously that's, that's the new Scottish separation. But I think they're a bit sick of it because what they're doing is separatists. They're sort of saying to in education in Scotland now when they when they kind of talk about this, they're saying like it's maybe become like free of heart. It's maybe become like the idea of kilts. They worry that people are kind of laughing at Scotland for it. 
You know, so what? The, what, so what a, sorry, what a, what a what a fucking SNP response! What a humorless response! You'll not be fucking laughing at us. Yeah, we are. Your sausages are square, lads. All right. When you go to uh, when you go to the actual visitor center thing for this, see at the end of it, they go. So what really is the Loch Ness monster? What's the verdict? The visitor center official response is like, nah, bullshit. <laughs> Which is great. And they say it's a sturgeon. It's a sturgeon, Nicola. <laughs> Imagine it came up and it just had Nicola Sturgeon's head. They say it's a sturgeon. How, how, how big is a... Uh, 25 you, feet. You don't, you don't get sturgeons that size, do you? Not these days. Sturgeons are the ones that... I think that, they're that, basically saying it's bullshit. Also, they, they're the, that's the caviar fish as well. That's where you get... You, you get I'm from, obviously, beluga whales and stuff, but you, you get caviar out of a, out of a sturgeon. Like. Um, they test... Experts have tested the DNA of the water in, in Loch Ness and they're like, there's nothing special about this. Nothing magic's happening here, boys. It's a wee bit sad. So, if we talk about the myth and the history, Kieran, do you think... I think you... I think you smell a cover-up here. I Here, I think it suits... Doesn't it? It suits some people to go. It suits their own. Do you know what? It's it totally suits their own uh, visitor center. Be like, nah, nah, it's shit. Okay, yes, you know? yes, yes. Oh, sure. It's all you know, Scottish people. It's all a laugh. Right, right, right. Until it isn't, yeah, and that yeah. keeps you coming back. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I I like the idea that there's something there. Like, but I mean, is it probably? It's isn't. probably not a big fucking dinosaur, is it? No. It probably. It, it's probably people fucking about. There is a serious journalist who wrote a book about it back in the seventies. Uh, now, I know. I'm not sure what the book's about because, like, I'm not going to read it. But we've, say, got, we've got an image here. This guy. The, can I say before you bring it up? The guy who wrote the, which is funny. Is this the top thing? No. Oh, we need fuck. I'll we need to talk about that because I need to know who that is. I the, need to know the, who the he guy is who wrote it. the book. The book pricks Scott's interest that much that he's like, "Let's go and look for this." But the guy who wrote the book will blow you away. Go you ahead. You'd never guess, Karen. Big Nicky Witchell. Nicola, the Nicholas fucking Witchell royal, the royal, sure, yep. he, well, here, do you know he what makes it. me believe it? Because he, he <laughs> still covers lizards to this day. Like, uh, the royal, the BBC royal correspondent, Prince Charles, or King Charles now, he, he's the one that he fucking slabbered about. Remember that clip of him sort of leaning in, but they could hear him, and he basically goes, there's that Ginger cunt again. The Duke, you know of Edinburgh, I mean? the Duke of Edinburgh, by the way, was well in the, the idea of Loch Ness, because all these people want He's probably to related to it. See? <laughs> <laughs> fucking big amphibian. That's what the Duke of Edinburgh Award's all about, going out into the fucking locks and seeing his relatives. See all these people from like like Scott and all these guys, they just wanted to just be adventurers, didn't they? They wanted to be like the people they read about in books and all this kind of thing. But uh, Nicholas Witchell well into it. This is, um, this is a great photo of Nicholas Witchell because now he's wee prim and proper, wee dick. But back there, he looks like... He looks like he's just walked out of Urban Outfitters with a haul. <laughs> he, sort, he sort of looks like somebody that would uh, play drums for Kev twice and Thirsty Goat <laughs> never be back. You know what I mean? And not, weirdly not ask for money. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, it's all about experience for me. Dan, bring up Alistair Crowley, please. So he was a necromancer, what does that right. mean, Kieran? So like a, like a, a guy, a guy, a guy uh, horned up by the dead, but also he's uh, he, he's like a famous occultist. Like. Right, he basically uh, said that he, uh, he put up these signs around his property because he lived... Yeah, he had a property by Loch Ness. By Loch Ness, and he put up these signs saying uh, I don't know the phrase but he's like keep out beware of 
and there was a phrase of like, I think it means monster or something like that, but it really didn't mean anything. It didn't say the Loch Ness Monster, but it was some phrase he used. He's probably wanting people to keep out because he's doing weird shit in his house. Yeah, but locals... He's he's like a famously fucking rare cunt. Like. Yeah, but locals got that scared by because they didn't know what it meant. What Beware of what? They got that, and word spread, there's this fucking guy, and he, he can summon spirits and demons and all this kind of thing. People then came to him and went, oh, that when the Loch Ness Monster really hit the news and stuff, they were like, you came up with this, this is you. But he was talking about something different, but he claimed, he was like, yes, that's me, I, I started this whole thing. So he tried to get some uh, LNP, Loch Ness props, but he, 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 he was just he was just Billy Bullshitter in a weird hat. Yeah, he is, he's a rare complex. He looks like he's announcing a show at the uh, Belfast Cathedral Quarter Arts Festival there. He, yeah, yeah, he has he yeah. has a wee bit of the uh, the uh, comedian doing a, his first special on the black box, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, we we got Crowley. Yeah, yeah, taking it to the fringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That where where that, 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 that hat? Looks, we don't know if he has one. That looks like that does look like that looks like a fringe poster. The only thing that would make that look more fringe poster if it, if, it, if he was doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alistair Crowley, my incredible life with it, Satan. It's a show about a disease he has, and it's called Ill Dash Luminati. <laughs> How I recovered from syphilis. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. At the Pleasant Underbelly at 10.33am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking 3rd to 28th, except 11th. <laughs> <laughs> where he's digging up a grave <laughs> box someone where weirdly encounters the whole Bartlett clan <laughs> that's unbelievable for me like yeah use your grave Robin. he's, rob- I know, he's I robbing think. people in graves yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Loch Ness Monster I'm going to say is is uh, all all myth but there but, is a good history around the myth. But there's a great history around those myths. That's good. Um, I enjoyed the story. I didn't know a lot. I didn't know story, anything. I didn't know any of this apart from what I said at the start. Just movie, dinosaur in a lake. But Kieran Bartlett thinks... Maybe. In just those, maybe. In those deep, murky waters. I often think that stuff like I this... I often think. It comes... It, it can't come out of nowhere. I don't think... I think somebody's seen something. Somebody, there you have it, folks. Somebody's seen something. Thank you very much for uh, watching or listening to another episode of Mysteries. We will be back to separate. What, what are we saying now? Myth from history. The myth from history. You and me going to solve, solve another mystery. mystery. Oh, we could start the greatest pod Spotify's ever seen. seen. Yes, you and me. me. Oh no, it starts. It goes. Uh, you and me, two friends who love our history. history. Whoa. We could it's start the greatest, greatest pod Spotify, Spotify has ever seen. Also available you, on other apps. On other you, me, uh, you, you and me, we're two friends who love, love our history. Whoa. We could start the greatest pod Spotify has ever seen on other platforms too. You and me, gonna solve another mystery. Oh. Oh. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>